in the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers. It's like an echo in here. So Northam, Northam says you've been a good little surf. Oh, we can reduce some regulations. You've done the right thing. And King Ralph's going to fix it. <laughs> Biden's godless National Day of Prayer. I don't get that one. I don't understand it. Well, it's a first. I mean, no other <laughs> president is. has ever done that. Incredible. If he doesn't go down in history for anything else, he will surely go down in history for that. Maybe that's why he did it. He wanted to be the first to ever do it. Well, that's interesting. A local high school prom is culturally insensitive. It's really not. It's kind of stupid. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. I hope you're having a wonderful day. We are. And uh, we've got some some really fun stories for today. <laughs> fun or frustrating? Both. I mean, that's fine. I mean, we can be... Sometimes you'll be frustrated by a fun story. And that's good. That is, that is good because there's... Nothing we can do about it at this point. <laughs> Why not in mock time, it, make fun but, of them, and laugh at them? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, phone lines are open 804 464 3553. 464 3553. Find us at mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. Coming up uh, later in the show, we're going to talk about Fauciism again and Ralph Northam's re, re, uh, I guess, trying to say, you know what? You, you're, you're worthy of, of it, you surf and present. You, you, you're a good little guy. And the King, Ralph, says, you continue to do the right things, we'll open it up. We'll talk about that coming up. But at the next hour, the Democratic governor debate last night, or, or later the, or this week. Was it last night? May have been the night before. These people are unbelievable. You and Virginia are destitute. And without a governor or without a government, you're, you're, you're then what? You're, you're doomed. You have nothing. You have freedom. That. And we don't need freedom. We need to be fed. You need to be fed. They're working on food. They spent 15 minutes talking about feeding people in Virginia. We should have seen it coming. Mark Warner's (laughs) teaching us how to make a tuna melt sandwich. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. (laughs) (laughs) Meat and fish. Oh, my gosh. You are being selfish. Thank you, Ralph Northam. And that is uh, all that's coming up in the program. And Sean Kenny is going to join us. He is going to help us dissect the Republican, the Republican primary, which comes up this weekend. We get uh, look forward to that coming up. So, some more dead ahead. Midlothian High School. Now, if you don't know, and you're listening to Mojo Five O, Midlothian High School is just outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, and it's uh, it's supposed to be one of the premier high schools in the country. And and it is. It, yeah, it is. It's I mean, there's nice some nut school. jobs there for sure, oh, but it is. Apparently, we just found out. We didn't realize that. It until. is. A, an awesome high school. They just got to sort through the loose bolts. Chesterfield County Public School parents are upset. Now, when I first read that, I stopped right there. Why? Why are they upset? Because men are competing with women sports as transgenders? Nope, that's not it. You know what they're upset about? A culturally insensitive prom event. So, Richard, let me just see if you find this culturally insensitive this was what was sent out by the parent teacher student organization about prom night there are no pandemic travel restrictions at promenade visit hollywood mexico kenya italy and paris for delicious themed treats 
gift cards, and giveaways. Not to mention great photo ops also. Now, if you got that as a parent of a Midlothian high school student, wouldn't you be outraged? <laughs> I would be livid. Livid is a word. Livid is a word I like. Of course you wouldn't care. You say, okay, that kind of sounds cool, but according to the online sign-up sheet, many of the people were asked to bring items like animal mask, baskets, rain sticks, and drums. <laughs> These items were intended to represent Kenya. Hawaii was going to get tiki torches. Mexico, mac- macaronas. Or what is it? Maracas. 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 Maracas, okay? So it turns out that this made some parents upset. Now, why? Because people are looking to be offended. It's a constant theme right now. How can I be offended? Let me look and see how I can be offended by something. What are they complaining about? Are they saying they're stereotyping mm-hmm. Mexico and Africa? Could that be it? Uh, you know, suppose some sh- somebody shows up with a full drum kit. We wanted you to bring drums, not all of these drums. I can play anything on them. Listen. Here's what they're upset about. Travis Marks is his name, I believe. Travis Marks has a son or a student, we don't know if it's male or female, attended, attends this school and received the email. Now, he is a former member of the NAACP chapter. NAAC stands for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, which seems like a very racist group in my opinion, but anyway, that's the name of the group. Here's what he said, quote, when he found out this was going on, he said, quote, some, some were disgusted. Some were very concerned. Some wanted to seek some type of assistance in helping the school as well as a county guide and navigate these waters that always seem to find ourselves back in, he said. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Now, the NAACP Education Committee chair. I'm sure they can make something out of, of that. Yeah, possibly. Listen to this, though. The Education Committee Chair for the NAACP of Chesterfield County found out and said this, it's my understanding that my previous concerns were not addressed. This is a letter, by the way, to the principal of the Midlothian High School. My previous concerns were not addressed, and I demand they be addressed. I added that. <laughs> and, and met with defensive statements and, and excuses from parents of well-meaning. The, listen to what, how she views this prom. This is what's wrong with our country today. Not only the NAACP, apparently, but people like Carrie Calloway and Traverse Marks, whose parents, who are parents of kids who go there. The tone-deaf nature of the prom and requests for decorations like face masks from Kenya and maracas from Mexico is totally unacceptable, unquote. Do they want more items or fewer items? Or Why is it totally unacceptable? I, let's continue. Quote, it was brought to my attention a parent replied to the request by providing Mexican paper fans from Spain but could be from Mexico. Instead of taking the opportunity to make this a teachable moment, our principal sent a request for a drop-off to our school through their email system this morning. Now, we have a massive problem in our country with overreacting to things that don't matter. I don't know why the NAACP in Chesterfield County thinks this is some sort of racist, culturally insensitive thing. There's nothing wrong with this. Why can't they fight real battles? Why can't they find a real issue? This isn't one of them. No, this, this, excuse me, this does not matter. It doesn't matter to anyone. A logical person, an intelligent person would say, why does this 
bother anyone. <laughs> it doesn't. It why, it couldn't. why could it matter? I mean, no matter what theme they chose, these people would probably have an issue with it. Well, there's no doubt about that. One of the other parents went on to say, believes there be, needs to... Now, listen to this. This is the demand of the whack parents. <laughs> there needs to be more diversity and inclusive training within Chesterfield County Public Schools. That's a new organization, by the way, the WACS Parents. TWP. (laughs) Incorporated. This parent went on to say there should be people of color also involved in these type of decisions. What type of decisions? Why do you need diversity inclusion training on a prom theme that includes Paris, Italy, Kenya, Hollywood, Mexico? Why is this so offensive to you people? You whacked leftist, malcontent, panty waists, Snowflake, stop. You know what what's needs to happen in the future when they plan out a prom like this or in, anything with themes to it. They need to sit back, get the theme, plan it, and then write the backup for it. So when the nut jobs show up and say, no backup. I have a problem with this theme being a donut theme, they can <laughs> back it up with, well, we took a vote. These folks think this is the best donut on the market, but there's some runner-ups. This is yeah, outrageous. It, Why can't they say no to these NAAC weenies? And these Why do they let them in the building? Why don't you just say no? Stupid. We're not doing anything wrong. Here's what else one of the other parents said. Quote, to ensure that every culture here in the country is appropriately celebrated and appreciated and not appropriately and and disrespected. That's not what's happening here. In fact, why can't you see it's actually a good thing? They're recognizing Mexico. I mean, this is the United States of America. Why are you so upset about us saying anything about Mexico? Italy? I'd like to know what their problem they have with these these nations is. Is it is it a problem with the stereotyping? Is it a problem with they don't like the people? <laughs> I mean, do they not like Italians, Hispanics? Midlothian High School did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. They're trying to have a prom theme. Mexico, Italy, you get pictures inside of, inside of what that culture looks like, and that's not celebrating culture. Somehow that's offensive. Only to the American left today is that offensive, and it's disgusting. So what did Midlothian do? What did the high school do? We'll share that with you in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Phone lines are open, 804 464 3553theleebrothers.com. Every Mojo 50 show is available on demand at mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication 
at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. I was just sitting there thinking, if it wasn't for Snowflake and American Left and the AACP, what would we talk about? This has been coming on for a while, and it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. If it ever gets better. How could it get worse, for the love of Pete? Do you remember a few years back, there was a dance studio where we put the story on the air from another station, and they were... They had planned their dance recital around Americana, and they had so many complaints from the parents who were not proud to be American. I think I do remember that. They that. changed the theme <laughs> I, entirely. I do remember that. How insane are people? We've lost our minds. We've completely just. You are being selfish. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't think so, actually. So Midlothian uh, High School said, mm, They've worked to change the initial plans in order to have a safe and appropriate experience for all. How nice of them. They sent out a memo from the principal that said, as we continue to hear from the community, <laughs> no, you're not. You're hearing from three to four malcontent loser parents. Just stop. Anyway, as you hear from the company about how our picture stations and decorations may have been perceived, We've adjusted our stations in an attempt to be more respectful to all people attending while offering the attended snapshot of a big evening out. That's absurd. So they capitulated to some level, and uh, it didn't need to happen that way, but that's what happens. You know, it's interesting. The most conservative people simply aren't offended. They live their lives every single day. They don't worry about differences in people. They, they see something like this happen. Their first instinct isn't to call the principal and complain. This is the American left today. They vote Democrat. It's like saying, show me that you like Joe Biden without telling me you like Joe Biden. Okay, I'll object to the Midlothian prom. <laughs> Thank you for telling me you voted for Biden. <laughs> it's, just, it's outrageous. I wonder if they actually say at the end of their little statement, by the way, I voted for Biden. <laughs> you don't have to. We know you no, did. You, you complete. Yeah, you're right. It's, you're it's, right. It's so frustrating because, because normal people just want to send their kid to the prom and if there's a Mexico theme, fine. No one's being offended by that unless you're part of the professionally offended. You wake up every day. I don't know if you sleep because you're so offended by something might happen. But it's <laughs> I the, might miss something. <laughs> I might miss an opportunity to stay up all night. How do people live like that? I just I just want to know. How does it possible? They live a long, miserable life. Think about it. They live a long time because they're miserable. No kidding. And they just stay frustrated their whole time. Fairfax, Fairfax County School, by the way, outside of Cheshville County, hasn't, hasn't gone much further uh, to normality. They've actually gone the worst. They voted this week to um, align themselves with the county's efforts to not participate in, uh, and cooperate with ICE. Fairfax County Public Schools said so they're not going to cooperate with ICE. What are you? What are you now determining federal law and what happens? <laughs> so they did they have a way. big problem with ICE up there? Uh, I if don't they know. Do, I don't know how it all happened. If they do, I would. I would certainly agree with ICE. That's a federal law enforcement agency. 
Okay. I mean, how how can they just make that statement? <laughs> I, I guarantee you, you that came out of one pea brain. Elf, no, who, no, that's well, Fairfax. That's one Fairfax. of them had to like the match. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Burn the, it down, uh, baby. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one person likes the match, and the rest of them just go. We better get in line behind him. He's got a match in his hand, and it's lit. Here's what the chairman of said of the Fairfax County Schools said: far too many immigrant families. The trust has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> By who? I mean, are you running around throwing them out? No. I mean, this is absurd. Are they illegal immigrants? Then, uh, yeah, there's they've got a incredibly good point. A That's group of people who don't want they want them here. It's fine for them to be here as long as they come in legally. If if they're illegal, then that's a problem. If you're here illegally, it's a problem. I bet you the radio stations in Northern Virginia never play the Phil Collins song. song. It's no fun being an illegal alien. I bet you they never. Is that the only song you know? Never from play it. That's the only song I sing to myself driving down the road. <laughs> you are sick. Yeah. <laughs> You know, here's something else that's happening. You know, our, our public education system is a complete mess, and we've given you a couple examples of that, but it's, it's actually because the parents are a complete mess. I mean, you have the, the, the liberals have the loudest voice you've ever heard. It's not the conservatives. Why? Again, because we're raising our kids to be more productive. We're not easily offended. We're not looking to be offended, so we don't walk around sending letters to the NAACP to come give us re-indoctrination training and sensitivity training because conservatives just don't do that. Every single problem in the country today is because of liberals and, and snowflakes. Have you noticed this? It's unbelievable. And the pr- problem with sensitivity training is the people who could possibly benefit from that, that need it, won't even go. If they, they won't take it seriously because the other people who are forced to take it right. will be sitting there disagreeing, <laughs> and these, these guys are like, un- unbelievable, unbelievable. They think... The, the, the righteous should be there. Right. Well, here's, here's something else that's unbelievable. The CIA has a new recruiting tool that I think fits perfectly inside what we're being taught in our schools and the sensitivity training. The CIA does one thing, right? It's a central intelligence agency designed to protect our country. You would think... Overseas. They can't do anything in the United States. You would think that... Supposedly. Right. You would think that they would care nothing about the woke culture. Here's the new recruiting ad for CIA. When I was 17, I quoted Zora Neale Hurston's How It Feels to Be Colored Me in my college application essay. Colored me? How it feels to be colored me? Who, who are the people who do this? That doesn't even, that, that sounds like bad English. <laughs> <laughs> kind of does. But okay, start over. I'm sorry. How it feels to be colored me in my college application essay. The line that spoke to me stated simply, I am not tragically colored. There is no sorrow dammed up in my soul nor lurking behind my eyes. Tragically colored? This is a CIA and, and recruitment video? Continue. I do not mind at all. At 17, I had no idea what life would bring, but Sora's sentiment articulated so beautifully how I felt as a daughter of immigrants then and now. Nothing about me was or is tragic. I am perfectly made. I am a woman of color. I am a mom. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. Now I'm a CIA assassin. I'm hey, sorry. I just threw hey. that in there. <laughs> Wait a minute. She's got a disorder? 
What was the disorder she said? And she's a CIA agent? A millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. An anxiety disorder? And she's in the CIA? Oh, I see. This is a recruitment video for people with anxiety orders. What's the name of the disorder? And I don't know. The anxiety order? I am a cisgender millennial cisgender. who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I am intersectional, but my existence is not a box-checking exercise. I am a walking declaration. I did not sneak into CIA. My employment was not and is not the result of a fluke or slip through the cracks. I earned my way in, and I... I'm not so sure she did, quite frankly. Sound like she said general Zod disorder. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've not, never heard of this uh, disorder. Uh, uh, that's what it sounded like to me, and... All right. We all know who General Zod is, I hope. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there. I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's my pills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with my pills to go.com. My daughter takes three pills per day and she uses it too. Check it out today at my pills to go.com. That's my pills, the number two, go.com. My pills, the number two, go.com. A dose guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. It's a new woke world. Woke. <laughs> Sounds like something you get out of an egg. Out of a bag? Can I have some egg wokes for breakfast? It's yolk. It's a difference, quite frankly, i got to tell you. So, it's, we're so caught up in this whole craziness of being offended and woke that we now have a new ant species that were discovered, and they named it in honor of gender identity and fluidity. An ant species? A new ant they found. They discovered an ant. It's now the first animal species to be given a specific name, ending in they to honor gender diversity. They must be running out of things. <laughs> the <laughs> name like, they're finding new species all the time. Well, no, I didn't say feces. I said species. But the thing is that they are must be running out of decent names for these new critters. Typically, when species are named after people, the scientific name ends with an A-E after females and an I after males. But this group of researchers wanted to celebrate non-binary people by naming an ant. How woke is everybody? Is everything this insane, including scientists who find ants? I mean, is there not a normal scientist that goes, guys, this is stupid. We know the ant's either male or female. Why don't we just 
use what we've always used. Well, we're not exactly sure how the ant identifies. <laughs> That's insane. That is insane. Oh, my gosh. I heard a song I, I on the radio it. today that uh, it's the first time I ever heard it. And the one line in the song that stuck with me is uh, something to the effect of, you keep your hands saying the test. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Unbelievable. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. You'll see a great new song there that the Lee Brothers like, God Who Listens. Great new song, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. And pressure to get the, the shot. It's actually an interesting article there at theleebrothers.com. It tells you about that. And even better, the critical race theory. What is critical race theory? theleebrothers.com has all that. Great video from PragerU there. All right, coming up, Fauciism. The Faucian Bargain, it's a great book, but that ties into Ralph Northam. He's expanded freedom for you and me. Isn't he nice? TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 50. Mojo 50.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. Fauci building. We built this city on rock and roll. He's building a new city. Just at the bottom of the half hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The city on the J. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend of my brother sitting on my left. Sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, we're up and running. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Check us out at Mojo50.com. Glad you're with us there. By the way, at TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com, you'll find a couple links to some great videos. One is God Who Listens, phenomenal outstanding new song. I think you'll appreciate it. And what is critical race theory? All at the LeeBrothers.com. Ralph Northam came out this week. Our governor, our governor and dictator, he said the benevolent dictator, though, because he looked at you serfs and peasants and he said, you know what? You're obeying my restrictions for COVID. I might just let you do more things. Sounds like he's been listening to Fauci. Did you hear the new Fauci parody, by the way? Have a quick listen to this. This is a parody of Fauci. It's not the real thing, but it's probably one of the best parodies I've seen. I'd say even if you live alone, I would wear a mask in the house, especially in the shower, because frankly, droplets <laughs> can make the way through the drain and come up through somebody else's toilet, infecting them with COVID through the anus. <laughs> in two to five to 20 years, we can start thinking about considering the idea of pondering, the thought of conceptualizing, the possibility of maybe, perhaps, reopening, but probably not. I would avoid having any fun whatsoever in the near to far future. <laughs> you know, we can laugh at that and mock it, but that is exactly how he sounds, and he talks in these circles. No think, one And think about it. A meteor will hit Earth long before right. this stuff's over with. Someone knows something about Fauci, 
wrote a book, Faucian Bargain, the most powerful and dangerous bureaucrat in American history. I could not agree more. Co-author Todd Erzin joins us. Todd? Hello, Todd. It's good to be with you. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be with you, gentlemen. We just played that uh, that bit on our show a couple of days ago as well. Uh, but if I hadn't already heard it, I would have sworn that was Fauci himself. I swear. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. That's that's not new. I th- I th- we're the only ones that had that clip. Dang it. We're always late to the party. <laughs> no, uh, I j- just barely ahead of you and probably by accident. Oh, not, not But we're any. all together now. <laughs> exactly, sir. Right. Indeed. Well, look, I, I read your entire book. And uh, the, I must say, as much as I have despised Fauci, uh, I didn't need this book to despise him, but I had jaw-dropping moments as I read through it. I didn't realize this stuff. I, I cannot believe, I'm holding up the, for th- those who are looking, the Fauci and Bargain. You, you, uh, you guys did some great research on this. The one thing that caught me, and I wanted you to speak to this, is there's this gap. Something happened to Fauci when he was saying, don't worry about it, it's not a big deal, it's essentially the flu, you don't need masks. And what, 10, 20 days later, the guy flips. I mean, it's outrageous. Can, can you add more to that? What, what happened to him? Well, uh, yeah, that, that one of our chapters begs that question. Increasingly, since the book came out what, five, five weeks ago, more and more investigative have been, studies have been done about the Wuhan lab in China where this thing uh, originated. Uh, Cheryl Atkinson, of, uh, formerly of CBS fame, has done a story on that. Uh, we, we lay out in, a, in this chapter that right now we are taking advice, continue to take increasingly absurd advice from a guy who has known all along what has go- been going on in the Wuhan lab. And uh, uh, Barack Obama, of all people, was concerned enough about that uh, back during his presidency in 2014 that he stopped to what is called the gain of function research, uh, at least funding it from an American perspective. Uh, And that gain of function research is basically incredible hulking viruses, ostensibly for, you know, studying healthcare uh, outcomes and purposes. So I don't know if this was an accident. Who knows if it was intentional? We don't need to necessarily go to uh, that nefarious a card to understand that Fauci may very well have understood that his possible culpability in what this was and how to, how it got out went way beyond what he was willing to admit to. Therefore, running interference on this thing uh, in in ways that, like you said, are now being lampooned by people like this because we just get increasingly absurd dinner theater like this all the time. You're right. Cause how do you explain the fact that Dr. Fauci said in January of 2020, this was going to be a bad flu. Masks don't work on respiratory viruses. We were not going to have asymptomatic spread because that's not uh, how things work. He was right about all that. And he did it about face and no one, uh, no journalist with a straight face should simply uh, be pushing those questions aside and racing to buy their bobblehead doll of Fauci. We all need to know what happened in the Wuhan lab and who's responsible for it. Your book is, uh, goes a long way in exposing this. You actually have some great people who who also participate. I mean, I think Ted Cruz is one in there. It talks about Rand Paul also talked about your book and yeah. the importance of it. Um, hopefully it's getting out there. I mean, if, if people start, if they read this book, Todd, I'm, I'm telling you, they read this book. We've been, we've been hoodwinked by, by a guy who supposedly is more powerful than even the president of the United States. Yeah, and the we've been hoodwinked part 
is crucial to all this because, as you know, just recently, the new CDC uh, director under Biden, uh, Rochelle Walensky, said, you know, for your summer camps, little kids probably need to be masked and kids playing soccer need to be masked outside. This is where we are. This is the level of total lack of clarity that Fauci has provided for. And that's why this bureaucratic class of so-called experts who continue to get away with saying something. My kid, I have four daughters. They've been playing soccer for the entire uh, time outside uh, without masks on. Yet, yet, and we know, and we've known from the beginning that children have a better outcomes with COVID than with the flu. But you still want to mask up little kids? This is because not just Dr. Fauci, not just the medical community, but we the people. And that's the, if you read it, you know, the introduction of this book and then layered throughout. This is much about our duty as American citizens as it is about COVID because we keep doing this. All, did you think you were going to spend the last five, six, seven years talking about what's a male, what's a female, who gets to use what bathroom? But see, that was the one before this. And once COVID goes away, there's going to be a new scam that these so-called experts manipulate us with. And we have just become drunk as Americans on our own comfortability. Even people who consider themselves conservatives, they just their bottom line really is just being, as I call it the gated community effect. There's no sin in being comfortable but as American citizens, we can't put this thing on autopilot. It's our country. And if we continue to hand it over to these experts who clearly, honestly, are running a revolution on us as Americans, they don't, they may live within the borders that we live in. But heck, you, I, as I was waiting to come on the show, your own governor. I mean, that man is not uh, coming to work in the morning ready to defend this thing called the Constitution in the no. United States of America. And we have people like that at every level of government across the country, even in red states, if you've been paying attention, like Austin, Texas. That university and that capital city is overrun by progressives and liberals who hate this country. Fauci is just the perfect, highly paid poster child for what is happening at every level of our society. Well, and, and the well, scary thing about and that's why your book says the most powerful and dangerous bureaucrat in American history. I, yeah. to, to your point, it's interesting. I can't believe the American people still listen to this guy. After all, especially your book lays it all out. After everything he said, it contradicts himself and back and forth. And then we played the uh, parody, which is exactly who this guy is, never really giving any kind of firm commitment. I'm amazed that we still listen to him and it's frightening. The one chapter in your book I thought was, was I wasn't expecting is the one on masks. And you went through this quite well. Um, th- this is one of those things, Todd, that we bought into also, that the mask actually works when we know it doesn't. Well, uh, Daniel Horowitz, who's often on our show uh, from uh, The Blaze, talks of it's the new burqa. It's a religious symbol. And that uh, I, I I, I totally agree with him. We, it, we, it, once they realized we would do it, there was going to be no turning back until we stopped it. Because ultimately, this was just the thing uh, that would constantly keep us on a leash, a reminder that this thing called COVID was a thief in the night that was going to come and get us. I mean, it's clearly worked people over all around us in a way that I'm not sure uh, they'll ever uh, recover from and 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 the dirty little secret about all of this as it applies to covid is if we had to pick our own pandemic and this they knew this 
uh, on some level because a lot of this is uh, we're under a psyops experiment. But if we had to pick our own uh, uh, pandemic, we would have picked this one. It did not come like a thief in the night for our kids. It did not come like a thief in the night for the average American worker who could have kept uh, the economy going. Right. It sadly came for the elderly, the infirm, those with comorbidities. That's sad. That's tragic. But those are the people who happen to get sicker, uh, uh, die earlier about a lot of things. We should have done everything we could have to help them while not forsaking our fundamental American liberties, while not shutting down our economy, while not people literally driving people into despair and madness. We could have done that. But the mask was as uh, big an opportunity uh, to go Rahm Emanuel, don't let a good uh, crisis uh, go to waste on us. And I wouldn't have believed it beforehand that we would have caved to it, but we did. Well, your book goes into great detail on that, and the Lee brothers highly endorse it. And uh, let me just give you a chance here, Todd, real quick, just to just to help people and get a hold of you and watch your show on the Blaze and and when that is. Let me give you a chance to do that. Yeah, uh, noon to two uh, Eastern time every day on Blaze TV. It's the Steve Day Show, and then you can get the book on Amazon.com and uh, BarnesandNoble.com. Perfect. Thanks, man. Always appreciate you. Good job out there. Keep standing firm, and good to see you. Thank you, Todd. It's a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you. That's Todd Erzin. He is the author, co-author, The Fauci Bargain. That book is amazing. A truly great American. All right, coming up, Ralph Northam. His clips and uh, where we are here in the Commonwealth on, um, on COVID. All that. Deadhead. LeeBrothers.com to LeeBrothers.com. Every Mojo Five O show is available on demand at mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. That's exactly what we need there. A little Jimi Hendrix. It's quite All great. along the watchtower. <laughs> Could you identify the song? I don't think so. Are you kidding me? Of course I can identify that. What's the name of it again? No, Jim. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. All right. So uh, Ralph Northam, the benevolent dictator that he is, came out and said this this week. If our COVID numbers keep trending down and our vaccination numbers keep going up, 
we plan to lift our mitigation measures and have a big restriction. I can't stand. I cannot stand when someone says that. If this happens, then I will do something. You know what? Here's I will a, dictate to you, to all of you, to have a hot dog roast. Here's a news flash for you, Ralph. No masks. We're doing it on our own. We don't need you to tell us. You are being selfish. <laughs> Maybe. I don't care. It's not selfish, by the way. There's nothing selfish about it. That's what's frustrating. Not a thing selfish about what, what, uh, what, what Americans do and what Virginians do. Please continue, Ralph. And social distancing requirements on June the 15th. We'll continue to evaluate our mask guidance. Oh, how nice but it this is. this is good news. And it's thanks to the millions of Virginians who have done the right thing for so long. And I say thank you. We still have work to do. We're not at the finish line yet. It makes me sick. I can't even listen to him. Thank goodness Ralph Northam was there to restrict us from our stupidness. You surfing peasant, you couldn't have done this on your own. You might have gone to a bar. You might have had a wedding if it wasn't for Ralph Northam. Thank God he was smart enough to restrict you from anything. Speaking of weddings, Washington, D.C. mayor came out this week and said, you can have a wedding, but no dancing. Oh, dancing oh, no spreads dancing. the virus. No, the no. virus likes to dance. It's an incredibly huge fan. You can't dance, and you cannot get out of your chair. I kid you not. This is the guidelines from the mayor of D.C. By the way, you can just move, come over to Virginia. It's a little bit better, not so you much. you sit in your chair. <laughs> I now pronounce you. Man and wife sitting in chairs. I mean, here is the here here's the D.C. mayor talking about it, or being asked about it. Quite frankly, standing and dancing receptions are not allowed. <laughs> what good is a wedding without dancing, Mayor? And why no dancing? Can you first of all, can you believe we are in America? This is happening. How can uh, anybody? How can any elected official say you can't do these things? We've never locked down in the history of any virus on the planet of humanity ever. This is not the worst virus we've ever had, yet you can't have a wedding? People can't make their own decisions on what they do without the mayor of D.C.? To get a question like that is repulsive. What do you suppose is real? What was behind Fauci just to just lay this thing out? He came out and said, this is like a bad flu. It's what he said initially. Yeah, initially he says it's a bad flu, and then he comes back and says, whoops, yeah. you know, well, put a mask well, on, close your businesses, lose your jobs. Unbelievable. We allowed it. We allowed it. Here is what the mayor of D.C. said about dancing. Listen to this. Well, I think there's a lot of good to a wedding, like people starting off their, their lives together and doing it in a safe way uh, and not doing it in a way that puts themselves or their guests in danger. You don't think they control that? You think you control that? Who do you think you are? <laughs> the American people know what's safe. I'll tell you what, if they don't like the idea of going to a wedding and dancing, they won't go. But you, this is the problem with bureaucrats. You think you know better. It's outrageous. And that you have control over everything. People just need to go out and live their lives the way they used to. And I ignore mean, this. Exactly right. But, Mayor, just, just is there any way that you would reconsider with masks reconsider. on and say a, a, a card that shows fully vaccinated that you'd allow oh dancing? 
We're absolutely considering opening more activity. How nice of you. We're going to open up dancing. Oh but you got to have a card saying you've been <laughs> vaccinated. You got the shot. Inoculated, whatever. Stuck with a very long needle. I am. You know, I got the first shot. It's just, it's disgusting, isn't it? I was in the hospital anyway. I get the first shot. And for the next two and a half days, I don't like the expression, I was sick as a dog, but I was sick as a dog. I still understand for that. Two I really, and a half still days. still struggling with what's in the I felt horrible. Yeah. I, I thought it was just the reason I was in the hospital. No. It's the worst part of my stay came from that stinking needle they stuck me with. It's all oh. worth it. And I've got, I still haven't had the second shot. And now people are telling me, well, if you pass a certain amount of time to get your second shot, you got to start over or something. You got to start all for the love of, I don't even believe that. And I don't have times, time to give this shot more of my life. I've got too many things. You got enough going on. You don't need it. I don't, I don't need it. (laughs) I don't. Needed. I am. Uh, I, I'm just disgusted with. I'm sick of the Ralph Northams and the DC mayor telling me I can't do things like they know better than me. I know how to protect my health, and so does every other single American out there and Virginian. They know if they don't want to go to a super spreader and go to a wedding, then they don't have to. Which, by the way, we had 150 people at Ryan's wedding three weeks ago. No, was it almost four weeks now? Not a single COVID case came from that, and there were no masks, massive dancing. And fun. Sorry, D.C. Mayor and Ralph Northam. You suck. Speaking of sucking, how about Biden's National Day of Prayer? <laughs> no, there's no tie-in there, but that sounds terrible. National That, that, that is a, a way to tie it in. <laughs> but <laughs> Biden's National Day of Prayer should, for lack of a better term, piss off every single American out there. I guess he didn't want to offend certain people, you think? That's the only reason, Richard. What other reason would a president offer a National Day of Prayer, a proclamation, without even saying the word God in it? Not one single time. Well, that, Biden... The only way he could do that is if he feels like he might offend somebody. But he's the or first he president just ever to do that. <laughs> he just or forgot. he just forgot to do it. Oh, you know? darn it. You just, you just forgot. Oh, well, okay. You are being selfish. Yes. Forgot. Just forgot to put the word God in a prayer, a national praying. What do you I pray to? I don't think so. I think he was trying to keep everyone happy. Sure. That's the, and the bottom line is some 86% of Americans are Christians. And that doesn't even matter. And there was none. And I mean, the point you is. You think you're not going to, you, you do that. To not upset five, six, seven percent of the people who would get upset. It's his base. That probably aren't even there. And and you think you're not going to make the Americans, American Christian society mad? Or, or you anyone, lost your mind, Mr. You, Biden. You don't have to be a Christian to recognize that in 1775, the first Continental Chronicles called for a day of public, humiliate, uh, public fasting and prayer. You don't have to be a Christian to understand why divine providence was important to our country. You don't have to be a Christian to understand that the word God should be in the National Day of Prayer proclamation. I mean, that's just ridiculous that he left it out. And again, he did it. He's the only one to ever omit it. We got a whole list here of all the presidents who had God, including Obama 
including George Bush, uh, including Trump. I mean, all these people use God, except Biden never even mentioned it. What's that say about the new secular left? And you thought Biden was a moderate. Pretty scary. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there. I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypillstogo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypillstogo.com. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Mypills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. Biden should listen to this song. <laughs> really? I mean, in this song, it says God. It's a good song. It really is. Hang on, here it comes. Uh-oh. Did we just say Jesus in a... Oh, my gosh. Wow. Joe Biden leaving God out of the National Day of Prayer, is it's offensive. And can we be offended for once? Can the, can the conservative right be offended? No, you're not allowed to. Only the only snowflake left can be upset. But quite frankly, I'm slightly offended that the President of the United States, for the first time in our history, just did not even have God in the National Day of Prayer proclamation. And Yeah, that's you can't go back no. from that. You can't turn it around and step back and fix that. And even if you come out and apologize, it's, it's not going to work. I wonder if someone came up to him and said, you know what, I'm glad you didn't have God in there. <laughs> I wonder if he got kudos for it. If someone called him and said, you know what, I like this National Day of Prayer without God. I'm so glad you left God out of that because who needs him? He probably thought he was talking to an animal rights group or something like that. <laughs> he he probably he didn't even realize where he was. <laughs> you think he maybe just forgot about it. What am I signing here? The National Day of Prayer. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, that's no day of should prayer. we mention God in it at all? No, heck no. Why would you do something like that? How silly. Every National single day president. of prayer. Who are you praying to? Right. That, well, you know, that'd be a question for his Fauci. cronies walk up to him and say, who are you praying to? Pray to Fauci. Pray to government. Pray to Biden. Kamala Harris. Pray, pray to the bureaucrats. In a far-off land, surrounded by a beltway we call Washington, D.C. Here's an idea. Why don't we Same. pray for them? That's what we should be doing. To the 86% of All Americans, pray for them. Right. They they need the prayer. 
I, I, they're I a don't, small, powerful group, you know. They, re, sure. they really are. They open their mouths and they talk and everybody else is busy taking care of their families, doing what's right. True. And lo and behold, you've got a president that would forget to mention God. I think he forgot. It's the only explanation it can possibly be. All right, coming up. He probably forgot where he was. The Democrat governor candidate race says men can destroy women's sports. No, I kid you not. That and a whole lot more. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Fighting for your right to be wrong. Mojo Five O. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers. So Virginia wants to ban the box turtle. Is it, what? What, are we, what are we tired of stuff? I mean, we're looking to ban the, the box, box turtle. In other words, you can't pick it up and take it home as a pet anymore, apparently. Sean Kenny will help us diagnose the Republican primary this weekend, and uh, he's a big help, I promise you. It's, he's been involved. And... The Democrat governor candidates say men can destroy women's sports. Every single one said that. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, we got some kind words through email. I appreciate that. And uh, my brother. And our Facebook and... YouTube channels all up and running. You can find us at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. And, of course, Mojo Five O, which uh, we're huge fans of. A lot of things happening over there, by the way, at mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Go there. You click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you to our podcast. It takes you to all the archive shows in case you missed one, which I find incredible. It's not really possible you missed any. But if you did, mojo50.com, mojo50. And mojo50 is the future. They are the future, and once you get there, you'll stay. Yeah, you it's will. Very cool, no, no doubt. All right, coming up at the uh, the bottom of the uh, hour here, Sean Kenny is going to join us to talk about the Republican primary. It's going on right now. That's it. Looks like it's narrowed down to just four candidates, although no one's even voted yet. It's a uh, it's the primary, and we'll get all the details for you uh, coming up in just a few minutes. Stay tuned for that. Also, uh, we do want to get to, um, if we get a chance to talk about this box turtle thing, it's interesting that Virginia has nothing to do, but how about the box turtle? You can't have that anymore. Kids are picking these things up. They take them home as pets. Kids take, pick up snapping turtles. A snapping turtle, when it gets some size to it, it'll rip your finger off. Well, I mean, that, they will tear you up. How are we allowing can, that to happen then? Something must be done. Big, but you get a big one. Can size of a top of a grill. That's a hundred-year-old turtle. Can government help with that, Richard, just to keep people from... I think we should put the government <laughs> in a pit with snapping turtles and see how well... Well, let's just put... We're, we're coming so archaic. Why not? How about just the Democratic candidates? Can we do that? That's what I... May, well, you put the government in there, you're going to get the Democratic... <laughs> Automatically. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I had to watch the debate the other night. It's painful. Pull my fingernails out one by one, but don't make me watch another one. These people are depressing. I watch these people, and they the, every single question: How come everybody's suffering in Virginia? Why is there racial inequity? Why is there no? Why are there poor people? Why is nobody eating? 
Why don't you ask the racists? Everything is so destitute in Virginia. And the Democratic Party, if you watch this thing, you're like, man, I need government in my life. Yeah, you need government in your life like you need a hole in your foot. You go around town, there are help-wanted signs everywhere. But this Democratic government in power today... They don't want you to work. No, they've destroyed employment. They've actually funded you, give you money. They want to take care of you. They do not want you to work. They've actually funded unemployment and you're going to get more of it. That's what they've done. But now in this debate, watching these people debate, they spent 15 minutes talking about feeding people. I, I kid you not. It's like Mark Warner is now back in the General Assembly. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what is it? These are government officials. Here's, here's Governor T-Mac, former Governor T-Mac, on the debate stage with four others. Here's what he said about it. Our model became the model for states all over America. How you feed all your children. We can do this. The federal government will reimburse you 100%. Your time's there's expired. got to be a will to get this done. How you feed all your children. So what you do you do? Mail in me? the receipts, the grocery store receipts, and they'll write you a check? I mean, what does he mean by he that? He means Virginia will be funded. But isn't that funny? Well, Virginia. If we're Virginians. Well, that's, I don't think it comes back to you and me, quite frankly. No, I don't think so either. But here, what's interesting is his exact wording. How you feed your children. Governor T-Mac and the Democrats are now our parents. They're our father. They take care of us. They feed us. This is insane. They spent 15 minutes on this. Oh, it didn't end there. T-Mac went on to talk about how great he was at doing it. Uh, I smartly put my wife in charge of childhood nutrition. When I took office, it was important how many children here in Virginia were not getting access to a nutritious meal. I'm proud to say when I left office my last year in office, 13 million more meals were served to needy children here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. More? That sounds like a disaster. And he assigned it to his wife. I wonder how that how that transpired, honey. You're in charge of feeding these kids. <laughs> I cook enough. A nutritious it. meal. <laughs> I've got to go out and tell lies all day. So you have got to do this for me. Is this not repugnant to anybody to think that there are more people getting food from the government than ever. And he brags about that. Look what I've done. No, it's the other way around, Governor. Don't you want people off the government handout, not on it? We should cheer you that more people you're feeding from the government level? And if, if you're a Virginian and you're looking at this race coming up, are you not concerned with how much taxes will go up instead of people getting jobs and doing what they're supposed to do you're not concerned about going you know the the way the way you should look at virginia is our economy is booming everybody's working you know there's a lot of that's not how they look at it pride that you get from doing a job and doing it right no it's not how they look at it they're like stay at home oh hell yeah and then i'll feed you yeah stay at home I'll give you all the food you want. It used to be. If you want a big screen, you're going to have to write and burn some (laughs) (laughs) But it's available to you. (laughs) But you can do it once in a while. We'll schedule them in advance and we'll let the right people know. It's it's very interesting how things have changed in our our country and in Virginia. If you you don't want to work, we'll pay you. 
if you can't eat, we've got a government that will feed you. It, it used to be that was your responsibility. In fact, the biggest argument is if you don't work, you don't eat. That was kind of a simple premise. Dad taught us that. Everyone t- Now, if you don't work, we'll feed you guaranteed uh, three meals a day. And what they're also doing here is uh, sending children home with food in the evenings and on the weekends. Wow. And let me point something three out Three meals about a day. Wow, how about that? T-Mac. He, he uh, last time he ran for governor and won, he made a speech to a bunch of teachers and promised them they wouldn't have to pay their house payments. They wouldn't have to pay their car payments. They that wouldn't was have many to years pay. ago, by the way. Yeah, it was many years ago, but a he liar is a liar is a liar. And he said all of this crap, and, and the intelligent teachers, instead of applauding, got up and said, there's no way in hell they can do that. They just can't do it. I'm gonna, He is full of crap. He won the governor's mansion, and... Guess how many people had their car payments paid and their house payments paid and all their expenses paid, college tuition for their kids paid? Nobody. Let me tell you something. Nobody. This Democratic Party is about making sure you don't have to do anything. They're talking about feeding people. This is not the role of government. T-Mac's promising food. Look at his track record. <laughs> Look at his track record. You're going to be hungry. <laughs> it's not the rule of government to do this. I love how Fairfax said this, though. Guaranteed uh, three meals a day. Guaranteed three meals a day. The government, three meals a day. Three? That's what it is? And then this, uh, this Foy, Delegate Foy, even jumped in and said this. Also promoting more programs that's going to ensure that every, every child in Virginia gets a healthy meal, breakfast, every? and lunch every single day. Every child? You're going to have like child. school buses equipped like a rolling grill. Every and they child. Just, you know, they start at the back end, place their order, go to the other end and get it. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Every it, child. It doesn't need to happen. That's, of course that's not. The, people it, say, oh, wow, this is going to be great. No, this is going to be awesome. It's no, it's not. And you know it's, it's not in your course. heart. Yep, you're exactly right, Richard. And by the way, it's not the role of government. There are plenty of charities, people, churches, families, neighborhoods that can make sure. No one is going hungry in Virginia. This is so ridiculous. And here's the thing. She just made the statement that every child needs two meals. Here, just listen to this again. This is how insane it is. Also promoting more programs that's going to ensure that every, every child in Virginia gets a healthy meal, breakfast, and lunch. Breakfast and lunch? What happened to dinner? That's not you're so mean, Delegate Foy. Dinner is the third most important <laughs> meal of the day. <laughs> Unbelievable. You were can you believe Richard we're really having this conversation? I can't de- believe this uh, this I mean think about crap all the, is happening. Well, I think about all the things that are going on in Virginia politics. They spent fifteen minutes talking about how kids aren't eating right. I mean, it's the whole thing with Warner again. Fresh fish, Fresh fruits fresh. and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. Well, and he's also the same guy that said... That, what? The private market, it just doesn't work. You can't feed kids through the private market, Scott. Only the government can feed children. And thank God we've got government officials who are willing to do it by taking from you and feeding this kid over here. It's outrageous. They want to do this. Just open up grocery stores, homes, you know, state of Virginia yeah, groceries. Right. And let people in go in there with a giant basket and sure. stack it six feet high. Why not? And then roll right out the door. Well, then they won't eat right, and then give government to teach them how to eat. This is how insane it's gotten. How They're trying but, to teach them everything else, good or bad. They might as well teach them how to eat. By the way, 
you think that was the worst part of the debate? You will not believe the worst part of the debate. These people shouldn't be voted for for the feeding stupidness. But what we're going to play for you next, it'll blow your mind. It's absurd. But they all agreed to it. That and 60 seconds. All right, phone lines are open, 804-464-3553, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Every Mojo Five O show is available on demand at mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. There's nothing government can't do. They can feed you. They should feed you, quite frankly. It's outrageous, isn't it? There's not something wrong with this picture for the Democrats to stand up and say, look, there's a crisis going on. No one's being fed, and we're going to do it. <laughs> it's just, what? Excuse me? <laughs> we're going to just start taking over grocery stores. Uh, we're just, the government, and we're here to help. Exactly. Cashiers, well, gather your things. Get out. You're fired. It, the government is taking over everything you were supposed to do. And, by the way, you're voting for it. The Democrats will probably win again. I hope not. We'll find oh, out with Sean so Kenny coming wrong. up at the bottom so, of the you're hour. You're such a pessimist. It just drives me crazy. I just anyway. People that, need to just wake up and, and and look at things all around us. Everything that's happening, it, it, it should people shouldn't think. Okay. Oh, has it been like this? They should be appalled, outraged. Appalled's a good word. Yeah, Paul's a good yeah, word. We don't say that one enough. We say outrage quite a bit, but appalled, you just don't say enough. Here's what she'd be appalled about. You ready for this you one? You should say pissed off. <laughs> it say. doesn't sound, that's not appropriate, quite honestly. Well, well you can say it. It's, it's okay. It's, it is. It is for this one, because listen to this. This is the question asked of the Democrats in the debate. If the General Assembly passed legislation that would ban individuals who were biological males from participating in female sports, would you sign the bill? So if the General Assembly said, look, males should not compete in female sports if they're transgendered, would you sign that bill? If the General Assembly passed it. So the will of the people is the General Assembly. The House of Delegates and the State Senator vote, send the bill to this governor saying men cannot compete with women, which, by the way, should be a law. That's sexist. 
It should be a law. You should not have men competing with women in sports, no matter what they think in their mind or not. That's the question, right? You want to hear their answers? It's a simple yes or no. We'll play it again. If the General Assembly passed legislation that would ban individuals who are biological males from participating in female sports, would you sign the bill? Yes or no? No, and I, I want to make sure that... Oh, I'm almost out of time, so it's, it's strictly going to be a yes or no for everyone. Delegate Carter. I'd veto it in a heartbeat. Senator? I'll veto any bill that discriminates against the transgender community. Delegate? I would definitely veto it. Governor? Veto. We've been very strong at it here in Virginia. It's unanimous. Every single Democrat running for governor would not or actually wants to destroy women's sports by letting somebody who thinks they're a female as a male competing with... That right there is the reason to not vote down. Just that little simple thing. Because that's chaos, folks. That's complete chaos. And if you have a daughter that plays sports, you want that? Can you imagine that? I don't even know what to do with this. This is so... What was the word we were talking about? Appalled? Outraged. Outraged. It's unreal. You mean none of them have the guts to say, you know what, men shouldn't be on women's sports teams. You can't even say that? How far have we come that every single Democrat running for governor will not accept the fact that men and women are different, which is the reason we have women's sports and men's sports. Otherwise, why have them? Maybe there should be a a law that says if you want to run for political office, the first thing we need to know is whether or not you know what sex you are. Because <laughs> if, if you don't know that, how in the world are you going to run some political office somewhere? How can, you, how can you do that? Men are men. Women are women. Well, it's, it's um, every single Democrat running for governor, not a single one had the guts or the backbone to say, you know what, trans is a difficult situation. Dysphoria is real, but we cannot allow men to compete in women's sports. It destroys women's sports. They don't even want to say that. I thought they were pro-women. I thought the Democrats love women. Everything's about women. It's all about sexual identity. Now we've got someone who doesn't know their sexual identity, and you're applauding it, and then you're letting them destroy women's sports. I mean, is nobody pick up on that? Is there anyone, any Democrat listening to this show or anything that can fog a mirror really think that's good for our society? I don't need, I, these are adult human beings that are running for governor. Yes, they're Democrats, but not a single one can think rationally and go, you know what? As much as I love transgenderism and a huge fan, it really doesn't make sense. Not a single one of them could have done that. Not a single one would say, gosh, this just isn't right. But their answers are absurd. I'm going to veto anything that discriminates. What? How about, how about the girls playing sports? Don't they have a right to compete with women? This is the most outrageous clip. And it really shows you the difference between people who can think and people who don't. <laughs> Speaking of that, there's another race, the Attorney General's race. Mark Herring is the radical Democrat Attorney General in Virginia right now. He's running for re-election. There's an ad running that I thought exactly shows you who the attorney general is. He, he is supposed to uphold the laws 
that are passed by the General Assembly. He is kind of the top cop. He's the guy who upholds the laws of Virginia and actually lobbies and defends those laws. He doesn't make laws. He's not a legislature. He's a lawyer. He looks at the laws of Virginia, and he upholds them. And he actually can debate them against the federal government, which is really the role of the attorney general. So with what we know the attorney general does, listen to this ad for Mark Herring. When the Republicans tried to defund Planned Parenthood, Mark Herring took them to court. Mark has been fighting for us from day one. Tagapack paid for this ad and is responsible for its content. When the General Assembly defunded Planned Parenthood, legislators defunded Planned Parenthood, which is nothing more than just another organization that shouldn't be funded by taxpayers. And the government and the legislators have a right to decide where the money goes, right? You used to think that. The Attorney General of Virginia sued them? What? And that's something we should applaud? I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. If you're an attorney general who sues legislators for making a law of where funding goes, there's a problem with that. You are not an attorney. What else you're is a he going to political hack. What, exactly. What else will he sue for? Oh, I don't like this. I think I'll sue the, the General Assembly. And over here, I don't, I don't like that either. I think I'm going to file suit. You believe that? You believe that's the attorney general. When they, they tried to defund Planned Parenthood, I'm the attorney general. We're not going to let that happen. What do you mean you're not going to let that happen? You're just a lawyer. You're not even a legislature, but you sh- maybe you should run for office. Maybe you should be a legislator, Mark Herring, instead of the attorney general. Just- maybe the people of Virginia should see this and say, we don't want a activist. attorney general activist like this. No kidding. Disgusting. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, Go.com. MyPills, the number two, Go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. Well, at least they're not going after box turtles. I mean, sure, they don't know what they're doing. Attorney General's a a, uh, radical political hack. And the Democratic uh, candidates are worried about feeding people. And you would think they believe turtles are in some way... Democratic. 
Virginia's Wildlife Agency has power. It's proposing a major restriction on keeping turtles, banning the box turtles altogether. If you pick one Feel up on the, the street. Power. Now, see, I have a, my sons, almost every single one of them, we would see it on the side of the road, pull over, grab one, put it in the car, drive it home, put it in a box, feed it for a week, have fun learning how and it does let it. it go. And then let it go. Yeah. I mean, now I am, listen to this. Here's the penalty for this. If I do it after yeah. the Virginia wildlife. You I ready? can't wait for this one. Here's the penalty now in my family if that would have happened. If these rules are adopted, anyone who keeps a pet turtle will have a class three misdemeanor and find up to $500 per turtle. If you have three, it's a $1,500 fine. So now there's turtle police. Yes, uh, we saw you pick up a turtle, turtle on the street. Turtle, turtle, turtle. I love this. So the General Assembly didn't pass this. The General Assembly didn't say protect the turtle. The General Assembly created the Virginia Wildlife Agency, which now apparently has the power to apply a, a misdemeanor and a $500 fine to you. Is there something wrong with our country? <laughs> well, what's, you know, it's not just the fine and everything. It's the fact that some moron somewhere came up with this. <laughs> some <laughs> idiot came up with this, and they're like, oh, this is serious business. <laughs> Turtles are very serious business. <laughs> Somebody's picking up a turtle. Some kid somewhere picked up a box turtle. You know that uh, the Campbell Soup Company uses turtles in a way you don't want to oh, know Oh, come about. on. We don't know that for sure. Be careful about I well, you know, I know that. Okay, I don't know that for sure. I just know a guy that called himself a turtler and he would i worked with him during the day and at night he would go out to hit these lines he put in the ponds and stuff and catch turtles he pulled the lines and they'd be full of turtles so uh, what, he would he, what, he, what, told, he told me he was selling them to the campbell soup company and the only thing is they had to be alive you know if one of them drowned or whatever being hung on his line they wouldn't buy it. Okay, so anymore. you could actually buy turtle soup from Campbell's. Are you saying they're no, chicken? It wasn't noodle? turtle soup. It, it was, was chicken noodle. <laughs> it was more like beef. <laughs> there are seven types of meat inside a turtle, and we've all eaten what? it, whether you know it or not. There's not seven types of meat inside a turtle. A yes, turtle is, is one kind of meat. No. All right. Coming up chicken, beef, pork. What about the Republican primary? That is upon us right now. Let's ask Sean Kenny. That is next. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Turtle, turtle, turtle. <laughs> Check us out. gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 50. Mojo50.com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We did. We did. After the bottom of the hour, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left is Richard Lee. 
All right. So uh, the LeeBrothers.com or Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. There we have shows archived. For some strange, unbelievable reason, you missed the program, which would be a rarity for many of you. Uh, you can find that at Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. By the way, there is a great new song we'd like you to hear at the LeeBrothers.com, God Who Listens. Actually, a country music uh, fan, um, you might be after you hear this. God Who Listens. All the Lee Brothers. Com. All right, big weekend. The uh, Republicans will pick their candidate for governor. And quite frankly, let's get one that can win. I am sick and t- well, I, for one, listen, there is no one who's more ideologically pure conservative than, than the Lee brothers and me specifically. I just, all I care about is, they, are they right on the issues? You specifically? Yes. You, I care more about that specifically than you do. But ideological. Specifically. Ideological purity. You hate that word. Is an important thing, isn't it? For many of us. But right now, I just want to I just want to win something. And by the way, it's a little bit confusing because you got this ranked voting, you've got this weird primary, and you got a whole lot of candidates. So the Lee brothers reached out for help. In many ways, we always do. Sean Kenny's the editor of Republican Standard, former chairman of the Board of Supervisors of Fulvana County, and a former executive director of the Republican Party of Virginia. Hey Sean. Gentlemen, good to be on the show. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, Sean. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, all right, so let me get uh, let me get your take on this. I've been following some of the things you've been writing about it. You're very involved, and in, in quite frankly, when I'm reading them, I'm like, well, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah, and there's this. This has really come down to – this has really come down to four candidates, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. So you've got uh, you know Pete Snyder, uh, Kirk Cox, probably at the top of the ticket, kind of trading close to see who's going to get number one. Um, then you got Glenn Youngkin, who's a, a former uh, executive with Carlisle Group, um, it's a, a venture capital group up in northern Virginia. Um, he's coming on pretty strong. I mean, you saw with the, uh, the Ted Cruz endorsement, that's there. And then you've got Amanda Chase, who's kind of considered to be the perennial front runner, but um, really hasn't kind of demonstrated that in the polls. I mean, among primary pollers, yeah, but when you get to convention uh, polls, uh, she just doesn't seem to really uh, uh, kind of maintain the same kind of presence. So it really is a four-person race at this rate. And if anybody tells you that they know who's going to come out of this the winner, they're lying because nobody <laughs> knows where things are going to go at this rate. <laughs> Man, that is so true. I mean, I, I can hear from the Yunkin people say, there's no doubt Yunkin's going to win because he's got all this groundwork. I, I guess apparently he's brought 20,000 delegates himself. Is that right? About 18,000. Now, you know, the counterbalance that, of course, Pete Snyder has brought 17,000. So um, that sort of balances things out a little bit. And when you consider where in Virginia they're bringing these delegates, um, Pete's bringing them from the western part of Virginia. He's bringing them from northern Virginia, Loudoun County, and Fairfax, and Prince William, where he's strong. Um, Glenn's getting them from the rest of the eastern part of Virginia. So when you start looking at how votes actually go, and it's not kind of a one-man, one-vote kind of thing. It's more of a weighted delegate vote because it is a convention at the end of the day. That does even out a lot of things. So, so explain what that. it's really going to turn out to. So, yeah, so, so in, a, in a typical convention, um, each county, each locality is actually given a certain weight um, based on whether or not they voted for the Republican in the presidential election, so for Donald Trump whether or not they voted for the Republican in the last gubernatorial contest and whether or not they voted Republican or have a Republican um, as a elected official in the U.S. Uh, US House of Representatives. So all of those things kind of weigh in. And then depending on the number of people, let's say you're the only person from your locality that shows up to this convention, 
well, you carry you're, you're the delegate, right? It's just like the uh, the, the the constitutional convention or uh, uh, anything else. I mean, you you carry the entire weight of your locality, and you get to represent that locality. That's how conventions work. Um, so it's a little bit different than a primary system, where it really is just brute force. Um, this one really does take into account some of the smaller localities. Wow, um, I didn't realize kind that. Of takes into account, yeah, and that's the, but it also takes into account the activist base too, because. It's typically in a convention format. It's the true believers that show up. Yeah. People are doing the ground pounding or volunteering. You aren't getting any salary for it. They're the ones who are determining who they want to work for and they want to bleed for. And I think that's a little bit important, um, especially when it comes to, 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 to who we're going up against. You know, with Ralph Norton's anointed successor, Jeremy Collis, um, which I think I've had enough of that. Right? Yeah, no, you and me both. <laughs> We're talking with Sean Kenny, the editor of Republican Standards. So, Sean, explain for our listeners this ranked voting. I don't remember it being an issue or even us having ranked voting in the past. Is this the first time we've done this? We've never done it before. So so here's here's where it is. Let's say you've got 10 friends. Um, you're one of them. And you end up going out. You said you want, you said you want to go out to eat somewhere. Three of them want to eat at the tofu joint. But like two of them want to eat steak, three of them want to eat hamburger, two of them want to eat hamburgers, two of them want to go eat, get chicken, and somebody else wants Chinese food. Well, guess what happens? You're eating tofu that night if the majority, if the plurality gets that. But if you have a ranked choice voting, you know, maybe the Chinese food guy drops off, maybe somebody else drops off, and we're getting some sort of meat tonight. We're getting some American red meat tonight. So um, that's the difference between a first-past-the-post uh, or a plurality vote, which is what we have in Virginia in a primary, where... If you've got a six-way race and you get 25% of the vote and you're number one, you win. You may not represent the other 75% of Republicans, but you carry the knot anyway. <laughs> Ranked choice voting sorts that out so that as your first choice comes along, you get a second choice, and eventually you arrive at some sort of consensus. It's actually a very elegant way of doing it. They do it in several other places around the globe, Australia, for instance, Um and it works. It's yeah. actually pretty constructive. Yeah, actually, I'm a fan of it because, in, pr- in, in principle, why would you want the guy that gets 25% of the vote to be your nominee? I mean, I, I think it's a great idea to have a, a second or third choice. Do you agree with that? Do you like the, this in principle? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, I mean, it doesn't mean that you're surrendering your principles when you do it either, right? I mean, right. what it means is that you, it's the old Buckley aphorism. You, elect the, you nominate the most conservative candidate that can win, that can unite the party. Um, and that's what you get out of ranked choice. And so it's an elegant solution to the problem that we have in Virginia where we don't have ranked choice, where uh, a plurality can win. And um, you know what? This is the first time we're doing it. There might be a few kinks in it. But you know, I think overwhelmingly, and when we poll on this, most Republicans agree that the Republican Party of Virginia writ large, we'd rather have Republicans doing this than the Democratic State Board of Elections. Um, we're going to get it right. And I think it's good. we're going to emerge with, with an actual winner of Rudy Sanat confidence in. Do you do you find it interesting that the two leaders, um, well, I guess, and you're you were saying that one of the leaders was Cox uh, and and Snyder, but I'm hearing many people think that it's an interesting year that Snyder and Youngkin are are big time candidates and they're not politicians. Yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's, it kind of goes half and half, right? So obviously, Youngkin is surging in the polls right now. Most of that's on the basis of the Ted Cruz endorsement. Will see what the Corey Stewart endorsement does for him um, and, and his base. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, look, I mean, people really are looking for outsiders, but they're looking for a little bit more than that, right? I mean, if you look at Florida with Ron DeSantis, right? But they're looking for somebody that can kind of bridge the gap between, they want somebody who fights like Donald Trump, but can govern like Reagan. 
And that's a rare quality. And we haven't found very many of those individuals, right? That's a difficult thing to approach. But when we do find those individuals, and I think we've got several really good candidates, not just a governor, but lieutenant governor, attorney general. Yeah, I agree. That can strike that chord. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're close, right? We are so close to finding that individual. And what we need is a good, sharp contest in order to draw that divide. I think we're there. I mean, I think Snyder, Cox, uh, I mean, Youngkin, they could fill that role if they wanted to, right? And I think many of them are in their own ways. Um, but we just have to let the ranked choice process play out and give us that candidate, then let them explain to us why they're going to be that person. So I'm pretty confident that we're, we're doing well. So let, let, me, let me see if I can piggyback on your confidence for a second, because Richard and I had this conversation before the show started about us even winning uh, again. I, I'm, I'm so pessimistic because, if, you know, I just see Northern Virginia swaying at every single election. We're winning until Northern Virginia, and then it's done. Blah, blah. So let me just get your mm-hmm. uh, opinion on that. Do you, do you think that any of these candidates can really win a statewide election? Absolutely. And here's why. So the, 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 the Lawson Center at, at Christopher Newport University um, ran a poll. They released it about a week ago. What it showed was that in February, the, the generic ballot in Virginia was D plus 12. And we've been struggling at that since like 2017. Um, some of that has uh, it's a little bit of Trump. Um, um, don't, like, people yeah. shouldn't take that the wrong way. Right, right. Yeah, don't say. I mean, people shouldn't take that the wrong way. It's just Virginia's a very suburban community that's sort of central around uh, Northern Virginia. You just can't can't fight the DNA at the Commonwealth at this rate. Um, but you fast forward to March and even May, and that generic ballot has narrowed to D plus two. When we're that close, you see flips. That's where you get 1994. So you get 2010 or 2014, where you have wild shifts in the Republican electorate. So. Um, at that rate, if that's the case, and we're running under the old House of Delegates seats as well, mind you, um, this needs two things. Like, one, it's an even playing field for whoever's going to go up against McCullough. And two, they're going to have House of Delegates candidates loaded for bear and running directly at these Democrats who have done all these, you know, quite frankly, terrible things pushing, you know, their ideology on, on, you know, no doubt. on school children and everything else. I mean, I mean, you're going to have literally like like 20 or 30 people in these swing districts working in sync with this gubernatorial candidate, and the Democrats are going to have to defend a failed legacy of the last eight years. All right. I'll take that deal, right? Okay. Especially in the D2 environment. So it's not as pessimistic as people think. Not at all. Okay, good. Wow. I, That's I, awesome. I feel better. Um, I do too. But that was because I just took a big sip of my Diet Mountain Dew. All right, so um, – <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Think about this too, gentlemen, right? So, <laughs> so you get to like 2008. I mean, yeah. Barack Obama won the Commonwealth of Virginia, right? What happened in 2009? Bob McDonnell came over the wall Incredibly and carried the Commonwealth of Virginia with 59%. So, again, the, the, we're, we're, there's a lot of nuance in the electorate of Virginia. Point. Do not think this is deterministic. Well, you know, thank you. What a great point. I, I, I can't help but think of the urgency of this election. I, I, I almost feel like if we can't win this one, I just feel like it's, it's you know. Time to move to Ireland. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I, that's, how, that's how big I think this is, Sean. You agree? Uh, you know what? I mean, it's, 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 we're at the point now where, you know, with the Californianization of other states, Arizona, Colorado, it's happening in Virginia, right? I mean, you see the, whether you want to call it California or New Jersey, um, we're changing and we're changing radically in that regard. And Republicans either come up with a solution now. And look, we always talk about every election being the most yeah. critical election in yeah. our times. 
this is it, right? Yeah, I mean, I agree. They, they can't even get their bathrooms right, guys. Yeah, I, <laughs> exactly. Thank you, sir. I agree. I agree completely. Sean, thanks, man. Good to, good to talk with you. Always a pleasure, and good to speak with you again. Likewise, gentlemen. Take care. Have a good weekend. too. Thank you. That is Sean Kenny. He's the editor of the Republican Standard, former chairman of the Board of Supervisors in Fulana County, a former executive director of the Republican Party of Virginia. And he knows his business. He does indeed. All right, coming up. The divide of America. What what is really going on? You you heard uh, Michelle Obama this week say, you can't walk your dog if you're black. There's something going on. Let's talk about that in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Every Mojo Five O show is available on demand at Mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Richmond's example of radio as the Founding Fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. Well, I feel better. I, I, I uh, you know, I was a little pessimistic, I must admit. Yes, you were. I walked in the door. I thought you, those were tears in your eyes. Well, I, I do think ready that. To give up again. And I said, we can never give up. We must fight the good fight. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, Sean Kenny's a truly great yeah, He did a good job explaining that. I knew oh, man, he would. He is, you know, look. He's amazing. Yeah, there there is uh, there are two parties that are diametrically opposed to each other, but not only in policy and knowing which restrooms to use, as Sean said at the end of the interview there, but in division. There is a party that is hell-bent on telling you that America is the most racist place ever, there's yeah. no hope, and blacks are being killed everywhere. Just to give you an example of this, is this is Jennifer McClellan at the Democratic debate this week. And she said this. No, I had to have the conversation with my 10-year-old son last week when he asked me, Mommy, someone not that much older than me was killed by a police officer. Could that happen to me? And I looked at him and said, I'm doing everything I can. I can have rebuttal. I will do everything I can to keep that from happening to you. Because there are too many people who call the police for help and are killed. That is not true. That's far from true, and there are more white people shot by police officers every week than black folks. That's a fact. Hers- that is not true. That, that is, I mean, if that were true, all the news would cover 
would be all of the shootings that took place. She said that people call the police for help and they're killed after they make that phone call. There's not a single case of that happening. Not a single one. I was looking at this going, you mean they called the police? You mean, what's his name? A Floyd called the police. They came to him and then they killed him. No, that's not what happened. Not at all. That girl that was shot and killed, that was getting ready to stab another girl, probably to death. The officer fired on her and he hit her and killed her. She's not the one to call the police. Number one. And number two, she was going to kill this other person and the police the police saved a life is to protect yeah, the police saved us. a life in that case they did they saved a life you know what jennifer mcclellan should tell her 12 year old son when the police pull you over listen to them don't get don't be a criminal don't run don't steal things don't be a bad guy because the police aren't pulling people over and killing them you're not at risk of dying when we pulled over by the police, it's not true. Every single case is because these people either fought the police, tried to run from them, disobey. I mean, stop. Stop breaking the law. Why does Jennifer McClellan actually think her kid is going to get killed by the police? This is stroking I'd fear. i tell you why. It's drama. It's all the sensationalism of her being able to say this. And it's all drama. It's all a bunch of crap, for lack of a better term. Here's Michelle Obama this week. Here's what she said. Michelle Obama, the the former first lady of the United States of America. Here's what she said. Many of us still live in fear as we... Many of us live in fear. Who's us? You live in fear, Michelle Obama? You live in fear in America. Secret Service detail that's with you 24 hours a day. You live in fear. You're full of crap. Many of us still live in fear as we go to the grocery store or worry about our dogs, walking our dogs or walking your dog, walking your dog. We're killing black people, walking their dogs now. I live in fear every day. I live in fear that they're going to destroy this incredible nation. They're tearing it down brick by brick. Yeah, I live in fear. Yeah, I live in fear that the Chinese rocket's going to land on my house and kill me. I mean, I can't live in this is un. Believable. This is the former first lady of the United States of America saying she's fearful of walking her dog. Uh, uh, walking your dog? Our dogs or allowing our children to get a license. I mean, just oh imagine. Aren't your girls driving? They're driving. Yeah. But every time they get in a car by themselves, I worry about what assumption is being made by somebody who doesn't know everything about them. The fact that they are. Assumptions don't kill people. What do you mean assumptions made? I get assumptions made about me because I'm driving a car that's got banged up sides and it's a piece of crap. What assumptions are being made about me? You banged it up. No, I have three boys that did that. But <laughs> it's unbelievable to me that this she's concerned about assumptions. Anyway, it gets worse. Good students and polite girls, but maybe they're playing their music a little loud. Maybe somebody sees the back of their head mm-hmm. and makes an assumption. What? I, like so many parents of black kids, have to that the the, the, the innocent act of getting a license mm-hmm. puts fear in our hearts. Where did that come from? They see the back of their heads, and they're like, hey, I don't like the looks of that back of that head right there. Maybe we should stop them, question them, because the back of the head is threatening to me. Getting a license. So much crap. Getting a license in America is fearful. This is garbage. This is 
pandering. This is fear-mongering. And you know what it gets us? I'll tell you what it gets us. A Tennessee police officer responds to a call in Tennessee and is ambushed and shot. That's what it gets us. You know what else it gets us? The VCU student body president advocates for murdering cops. Quote, I hate white people so much it's not even funny. Where does that come from, Michelle Obama? And how do they hold these positions with statements like that? And wasn't that that person, she's from Virginia or he's from Yeah, Virginia. VCU, right here in, in, in Richmond. Yeah. And you don't know if it's male or female. No, it's a, it's a transgender uh, black, I don't know which way he or she is trying to go. This transgender, can they just like flip a switch and say, okay, today? I don't know about that. It's I'm a good somebody question. else. I'm Tomorrow, more concerned. I may be someone else again. I'm just, I'm so sick of Michelle Obama's and the Jennifer McClellan's of Virginia telling us that the cops are killing people because there are consequences for your stupid statements. And there's consequences for their stupid actions. You know, I, do, do people get killed by a police officer accidentally? Absolutely, it does. It's a dangerous job being a police officer. And they don't know how they're going to react in most cases until they're put in that position. But the bottom line is the folks that are getting shot are the ones that are putting that police officer in that position to make a decision. They don't just pull up and go, oh, you're, you're black. Bang, 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 bang. And that, 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 that never happens. There's a real reporter talking to Michelle Obama that had challenged on it. Instead, it's crap, it's a lie, it's bad for a country, and it keeps getting peddled as truth. It's a shame. LeeBrothers.com. Truth to power. <laughs> LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there. I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's mypills2go.com. Now it's so easy with mypills2go.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypills2go.com. That's mypills, the number two, go. Dot com. My pills, the number two, go.com. A dose guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Just wanted to remind you that there's hope out there. Make a name. And it's Scott and Richard. <laughs> not even, not even, only a, hope. Not even on the same. Write us in for governor. Not even on the same page at all. All right, and it's a wrap. I think is what it is. So, what kind of wrap is it here? 
I think tonight's going to be a cheeseburger wrap, I think, because I'm in the mood. All right. Red American meat. In honor of Doc Thompson, who ended every one of his shows, what did we learn today? The Lee Brothers end our show. What did we learn today? Richard Lee, what did we learn today? We did learn, this is important, we learned that there's no God anymore, which was proclaimed by the President of the United States. Even when he says prayer, it's not to God. It's whoever you want it to be. Yeah, I was wondering, who do all those people pray to if it's not to God? We learned that the uh, Virginia Democrats running for governor are more concerned about feeding people, as if that's their role. It used to be the parents' role and your role, work and eat. The Democrats got you, don't worry. What else we learned today, Richard Lee? Turtles. We used to catch them as a kid, put them in a shoebox, and here's, this is kind of crazy, we used to feed them, kind of like the Democratic Party wants to do now. They want to catch <laughs> us and put us in shoeboxes. Incredibly good point. And feed us, and... You could be fined up to $500 if you take care of a turtle. If you catch, if they catch you, if you catch you. The turtles are sitting there going, what the hell? We learned, we learned that Mark Herring is a political hack. Not even close to being an attorney general in Virginia. What else we learned today, Richard Lee? Falsy, most powerful and dangerous bureaucrat in U.S. A history. We did learn that. All right. Find us at mojo50.com, mojo50.com, the new radio home of the Lee Brothers, Saturdays, 11 a.m. More about us at leebrothers.com, the great videos of the day. And thank you to our sponsors, Virginia Citizens Defense League and mypillstogo.com, mypillstogo.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.